All right, Ulysses, let's talk some prospects, raise prospects, that is. It's going to be fun trying to maybe figure out some names that we're looking into for 2023. And of course, it's a Friday episode. It's a fun episode with Name That War and Baseball Trivia. Let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms as well. Uh, you can send us a email or a voice memo to LockedOnRays at gmail.com for a future mailbag episode. And as always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays. All right, getting into some prospect talk. We know the fan base loves some of that, but we're going to put a little twist on it on today's episode. We've heard a lot about Taj Bradley. We've heard a lot about Curtis Mead. Let's take them out of the equation entirely and focus on the prospect or prospects that we're most excited about in 2023. Ulysses, I, I, which prospect is that for you? I love the fact that you are, when we, when we were talking about this, it was, without Mead or Bradley, because I, I feel like we have talked endlessly about these two yeah. prospects, and it's nice to just kind of um, give somebody else, <laughs> you know, uh, the spotlight. Uh, and I hope that we do that today. The guy that I want to highlight, um, he is an outfielder. Um, he was drafted in the fifth round of the 2021 draft. He will be 22 years old uh, for this season, 6'1", 210. His name is Mason Auer. Mason okay. Mason Auer. In 2022, he slashed 290, 372, 487 um, with 15 home runs between low A and high A uh, for the race. So still hasn't touched the uh, double A yet. He also had 12 triples, though, so he's got that speed because he also stole 48 bags. So this guy is just the complete package so far. Uh, I read a report, an interview uh, on Fangraphs they did with him um, by David Lorelia, um, who also said that Auer is rated the best defensive outfielder uh, in, mm. in among race prospects and has the best outfield arm. So... All of those things would make you feel like, okay, we're all Mason fans. We want all the all good things to uh, all good things to happen to Mason in 2023. So it should be very interesting to follow this guy in Double A and see what he can do, especially if he's able to decrease that strikeout rate. I mean, the walk to strikeout ratio is not where you want it to be. In fact, the strikeout rate is about 24. percent That is just a, a bit too high. And in that interview. When they when David asked him what he should be uh, looking forward to improving, that's exactly what Mason said that he needs to to better that strikeout ratio. So um, I'm very excited about this kid. If you see videos of him, um, you know, in my opinion, I think when he 
um, when he bats, and maybe it's the, the the high socks and the way that he just sprints out of the box, even if it's a homer, he re he reminded me very strongly uh, of a young George Springer. So um, mm. it, it, you can take that with a grain of salt. We all see baseball with a little bit of a different lens, but that's the guy that I was like, hmm, this guy just, I, as soon as I saw him hit a few, a few times, I'm like, he reminds me of someone. And then I just had to go into my baseball archive uh, in the cerebellum and the name George Springer came about. Very good. No, I like uh, Mason Hour, and obviously the numbers speak for themselves. And I like the fact that um, you mentioned the arm strength as a former pitcher in high school, and that's kind of what he was also scouted as, uh, that two-way player, if you will. And and he comes from, I think, a relatively smaller community in Missouri, went to you know, not the biggest of colleges, uh, I think Missouri State, and then transferred to a junior college that he's bet on himself. And and I feel like there's uh, some more on the bone. There's there's more development and potential. He's not a finished product. He's not a guy that, you know, came out of one of the blue blood schools or one of the, the powerhouse high schools. Like, I think there's there's something he's got the raw tools and the build in the skill set. And I think it can be more refined and that there's the, the ceiling could be very, very high for him is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, and, and again, like it's it seems like he has everything, right? He's 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 good with the glove, he's good with the arm. Yeah. Um, he, he just that that strikeout ratio is is basically what what I, I I didn't like, but I mean he's twenty, he's going to be twenty two. I mean he hasn't even had his birthday; it's in March. So right. he's a very very young guy with a lot of uh, of time to develop, and you know that usually comes with with age anyway. Um, it, when we see guys that have the strikeout recognition, um, the strike zone recognition, and uh, like as good as uh, Wander Franco at twenty two, you're like, oh, this is just out of the world. Like that just right. comes with age. Like Wander is an outlier, so that'll come with with time with Mason and. It feels like there are a couple of of names, um, obviously above him in the hierarchy. Uh, but he is one of the guys that, if you really like prospects and you want to get into more uh, um, into prospects this year, this yeah. is a guy that maybe you should be looking out for and, and what he's able to do in Double A. Well, I love wheels and the fact that he can steal damn near fifty bags in a season and twelve triples or whatever it was. That that's really really exciting stuff, and that makes the game a lot more fun too. And yeah. I think he's a guy that's under the radar, undervalued, and probably has a little bit of chip on his shoulder of where he came from, and maybe not getting all the the respect that he deserves, as opposed to you know if he played in, in California or Texas or California or Georgia uh, or even Illinois compared to Missouri. So yeah. um, I think there, there's something to be said with that as well. Uh, I'll tell you which prospect, not named Curtis Mead, not named Taj Bradley, not named Mason Hour that I'm excited about, uh, Ulysses. But first, we have a important message that we have to tell the audience. Yeah, and that important message is that if you want something that tastes delicious, but you don't want fat and calories, then you've got to try Built Bars. I've told you this a thousand times. Built Bars are healthy but they're incredibly tasty too. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and you love it because it has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and four grams of sugar. So it's really, really good if you're trying to stay uh, fit during your New Year's resolutions of 2023. And now, even better, you don't have to wait around to get a box. Um, you know, if you order at built.com, now you can get them at your local Walmart 
or Sam's Club. So you can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream or double chocolate. If you go to Walmart, maybe you you try some brownie batter or churro uh, flavor in Sam's Club. So again, you don't have to wait for your box. You can go to Walmart or you can go to Sam's Club and get your delicious and tasty and healthy built bars. All right, the guy that I am most excited about in 2023 and beyond. Not necessarily saying this guy's going to make his debut. I think you're on the same page with Mason Hour. He's not going to make his major league debut in 2023. It's just a guy that we're looking at on making some major, major strides this upcoming year. And that is, and I don't even know if he can, I mean, he's he's starting to pop off as we see and getting more recognition, Kyle Manzardo. And, uh, Normally, you wouldn't be excited about a guy that only plays first base and is limited defensively, but I am almost tired of versatility up the middle athlete types. I want a guy that can just hit, 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 and isn't a platoon guy that can hit lefties, that can hit righties, and that is Kyle Manzardo. I want a professional hitter. Even, you know, that has never been more needed than right now for the current Rays roster. So, uh, we, we can talk about Vidal Brujan. We can talk about Carson Williams. We can talk about all these other guys. We can talk about the Xavier Edwards and Greg Jones, but just give me a guy that has the, the, the floor or ceiling to hit, you know, 280, 290, 20 to 28 home runs in a big league season. And that I think could be Kyle Manzardo, maybe not in the big leagues in 2023, maybe sometime in the middle of 2024. Uh, and I'm going to run through some facts here. Okay. Um, he's the son of a high school baseball coach. He's the highest draft pick from Washington State University in 30 years. He was a starter all three years at Washington State University. Here's some fun ones. Only San Francisco Giants prospect Vaughn Brown logged a higher WRC plus or WOBA compared to Kyle Manzarda. 175 <laughs> to 173, 464 to 450. Now, Manzardo playing with Bowling Green and Montgomery, high A and double A respectively, he slashed a combined 327, 426, 617 with 22 home runs. He was the 2022 Rays Minor League Player of the Year. And as Peter Bendix, Rays General Manager, explained uh, in an interview on Fangraphs, he said, this about Kyle Manzardo left-handed hitter first baseman just had as good of an offensive year as anybody in the minor leagues. He was drafted in 2021 and ended this season in double a. I don't know if he's still under the radar nationally. He probably is, but the dude can hit he period can period hit period. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I, lo- I love the periods there. Um, and, and if you go into his double A, he only played 30 games. But I mean, yeah, he was he was basically around the same numbers that you were putting up a 977 OPS 323 batting average. Um, just very impressive. Uh, now, yeah. if it had been 30 games in triple A last year instead of double A, I think the fandom would be right. screaming for 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 him to be. Hey, Brandon Belt, Luke Voigt, Trey Mancini? Nah, give me Kyle Manzardo. Get him a whole year of at-bats for him to, to kind of go uh, and, and find his way. The issue yeah. is that it was 30 games in AA. Now, um, I, I don't see him. I don't see him playing 
this year with the race. I know the optimists uh, right. will will clamor for him. Sure, but I th- I, I think you, you need – Would you, first of all, do you think he starts the year in double-A or triple-A? I think they would probably give him several more weeks or a month plus in double-A and then see how he progresses from there and then give him the call up to triple-A. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think he would start in double-A maybe a month, uh, six weeks or whatever. Then he gets the call up, and then you get the whole rest of the season in triple-A, see what you can do, and then fight for yeah. a job in spring training for for the next year. Um, but I know, you know, there, there are prospect people out there, and especially if you're race fans, and, you know, they're going to be like, well, he has done nothing but hit, and he definitely can help the team. Let's remember that, you know, obviously those numbers are going to take a hit when you're when you're facing major league pitching. Uh, so yes. I would just I would I would tamper uh, the the you know just calm let's calm ourselves. But <laughs> it's very difficult to calm yourself when the guy's putting you know one dot uh, on the OPS right. side. Like that's really remarkable. Yeah, and, and again, that's why I kind of go back to of we've talked so much about athletic up the middle types, but the Rays are struggling to find a guy that can hit 240 and 15 home runs. Like you, there's a reason that they went out and drafted. Xavier Isaac in the first round, not typical, not typical at all, where it's just like, give us Ty France, give us Nate Lowe again, give us Austin Riley, give us Jordan Alvarez. I don't care if you're first base only DH only just a a middle of the order uh, cementation in the lineup. That's what we need. It's, it's, it's a very uh, maybe rudimentary word, but it's the S word. You need a scary guy. Yeah. You need a scary guy in the lineup. Like, who's scary right now? Uh, uh, not many guys in that lineup. I mean, Brandon Lau, sure. Um, you bring Randy a nasty lefty. Points. You, you, yeah. But yeah, exactly. But like with power, like scary, like, oh, this, there's two men on. This could become really quickly a three run game. I, I will give you Brandon Lau. The the issue with Brandon Lau is you bring a lefty and and you can make him yeah. seem foolish. And it has, and it, it doesn't have to be a Shane McClanahan type against Brandon Lau. It could just be a Jalen Beeks type that, yeah. that gives fits to Brandon Lau. So that's not completely scary. A scary guy is no matter who's on the mound, you are afraid of the three run shot. I don't think the race have that guy right now. Yeah. And and it, sometimes it doesn't even have to be the three run shot. It can be the opposite field double. And I think that's what Kyle Manzardo provides. If you look at and read the scouting reports and look at the film of uh, he can hit velocity. He can hit off speed. He sprays the ball all around. He's got great pitch recognition and bat to ball skills. And at the end of the day, yeah, he's, he's probably never going to be a, a 30, 35, 40 home run potential guy, but there, there's people out there saying his floor, his floor is 290 with 20 homers. That that is amazing. That how is many remarkable. guys can how many guys could could do that right now? 20 home runs. We 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 talked about it on Monday. Both predictions like not even hitting 25. So yeah. a, a guy that could and, that would be his floor. Like I mean, again, I was talking yeah. scary with power. If you're talking gaps down the middle, obviously that 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 has a, a first and last name, and his name is Wander Franco. Yeah. But but a guy that's just course. not a strikeout, you know, a guy that's not going to strike out 30, 35 percent of the time. Exactly. Either. No, it, it, and he's like when's the last man. time. I know it's not the the most uh, glamorous or flashy thing to discuss, but when's the last time that the Rays had a legit like everyday first baseman? James Loney? Is that how far we have to go back where a guy played? Okay, we know pencil him in 150 plus games at first. 
not going to bring power, yeah. but he'll give you a 290 average. I mean, James Loney did good things for the organization. I think I that, think so. you know, there's much more of a higher ceiling, at least power wise for Minzardo. I think the average and the on base is probably, you know, again, James Loney had a solid career, right? but uh, just a guy that, you know, that makes it easy on Kevin Cash in the front office that plug and play. It doesn't matter if it's a lefty, righty, just stick him at first and it's fine. Um, Platoons are all fine and dandy for 162. In, in fact, they might work better because you keep guys fresh um, and, and, and avoid right. uh, health injuries. The problem is in the playoffs. You can't just expect platoons to work out in a very small window of time yeah. because it, it'll work itself out through a large sample size, 162 games. But in a two ga- in a three-game series, five, seven games, like it's – it's very difficult for those platoons to work out in, in smaller sample sizes. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's basically roll the dice. Either they do it or they don't. Usually, yeah. though, in a 162, it'll work itself out. Uh, getting to some listener comments here. Uh, Locked on A's, Locked on Athletics podcast, our counterpart, uh, says, still waiting on you to trade us Junior Caminero. Uh, <laughs> sure, if you give us Seth Brown and something else, maybe. Uh, you know, By the way, Junior Caminero is just killing it also so if you if you also yeah. want to get into prospects he's definitely another name to to look out for uh dingers tv says Minzardo in my personal favorite from the 2022 draft class brock jones i believe he was drafted out of stanford uh john says some under the radar guys nico holsizer and sandy gaston i really hope sandy he can figure it out um a lot of kyle Minzardos here uh arm layton our buddy, yeah. and uh, if there's an expert on prospects, it is him. He says, Manzardo, no doubt, but don't sleep on Ronnie Simone. Mm. Very good. Um, Goff to the Hall of Fame says, J.J. Goss. Tavo says, Osleves Basabe. Uh, Cody Martin says, Mason Montgomery. Uh, Chris Snyder says, Cameron Meisner is supposed to be a great outfielder with power, but strikes out too much. But Kiermaier played for a decade, and I'm not sure Meisner can hit as well as him with plus power. I don't know how the Rays will handle it. Yeah, Cameron Meisner, I think he's a quad A guy, uh, just being frank about that. Um, Somebody has to be. He might get an opportunity at some point and you know, get a cup of coffee in the bigs, but uh, there's only so many prospects that uh, make it to the bigs and, and stay at the bigs. I mean, that's the toughest. A lot of guys get opportunities. A lot of guys get that cup of coffee, that handful at bat, that, that week, that multiple weeks, that month, that season. But can you have long-term staying hours? Staying is the harder part oftentimes than just making it, getting the call up. And, and that might be it though. Like, I mean, if you're lucky, you get a season, but I mean, that might be it of like, just sometimes it's just a game, dude. Yeah. It's just three at bats you got. And then, Boom, they cut you DFA'd and nobody ever picked you up. And that was it. You had your yep. three at-bats and that's it. And it's it's sad, but it's just the reality. There's only 700-plus spots. That's yes. it, man. So when you're talking about that, everybody from your, you know, if you go to Fangraphs and you, you do a roster resource, uh, the majority of those names are never going to see Major League um, action. So hopefully, uh, more often than not, <laughs> the Rays don't actually have that and all these guys uh perform well and and either they're they're useful for trades and and get some nice pieces back for mlb for the mlb team or they come up and and they're able to produce very true 
All right, uh, let's move along here. It is a Friday episode, which means we have baseball trivia and name that war. Ulysses, what do you have in the realm of baseball trivia? Well, I was very enthused about Mason Hour and the fact that he is a triples machine with 12. So then that kind of got me thinking about who were the top 20 active leaders for triples in MLB right now. Okay, so uh, in front of me, I have a list of the guys who are ranked uh, 1 to 20. They're still active. Okay, so I want you to name out of the 20, can you name seven of these guys? So just um, just as a hint, because I, I, I believe that you, you, you should deserve a, a hint. Obviously, none of these guys are ARB eligible. That's all I'll say. So they've so they've all had free agent contracts, or they. I would imagine if you're a top twenty active leader that you've played for a very long time. Exactly. So there you go. That's okay. your hint. Now take this, it away. This is a really good trivia question. Um, I'm trying to think if there's or would be any raise on this list. Um, Speed demons, speed demons, speed demons. Okay, a little off the wall here, but I'll throw it out. Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton is correct. He's number 14 on the list with 39. Okay. I'll say Kevin Kiermaier. Kevin Kiermaier is correct. He is number five with 51. Okay. I want to say Manny Margot, but I don't know if I'm ready to go that far just yet. Mm. I'll maybe come back to that. All right. Kevin Kiermeyer, Billy Hamilton. I'm trying to think. Steel, steel, steels. Who generated a lot of steals over the years? Man, I am blanking. My memory is... Hold up. What? I, 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 you said steals, but I don't know. I mean, if you're going on a roundabout. I know, I know it's triples. not steals. I'm just kind okay. of correlating okay. steals to triples. Okay, good, good, good. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, I'll go Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon is correct. He is number nine with 49. Okay. I'll go Trey Turner. Trey Turner is correct. He is number 20. He barely made it with 36. Okay, getting on a little bit of a roll here. It's like the home run derby. Yeah. Oh, man. Got to think about this. I should just go by down the line, team to team. If Brett Gardner was still active, but I don't think he's still active. No. Uh, no. Okay. That's not my strike. Um, You've got four out of seven so far, which is really good. No strikes. I'll go... I'll go with Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor is your first strike. He is not on the top 20. I think I'm still going to go with big contracts. Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa is incorrect. Strike two. Wow. He is not in the top 20. 
I will go another big contract, maybe not quite as big as those. Oh, I'm kind of deciding between Xander Bogarts or George Springer. I'll go with George Springer. You could have gone with neither of them because mm. neither of them is correct. Stumped you at four. Do you want to take a little foul tip? Just one more? Just give me one more. Sorry, foul tip. Uh, Bryce Harper is incorrect. Um, this is just like last week when I was like on every name. I was yeah. like, God, you know. Yeah. Okay. Number one, I'll give it to you. Dexter Fowler with 82. Number two, Charlie Blackman, 58. Alcides Escobar, 58. D. Strange Gordon, 55. You got Kiermaier right. Starling Marte, 51. Mike Trout. When you said big contracts, I was like, yes, the biggest. Yeah. Mike Trout, uh, number seven. Elvis Andrews, 50. Uh, you got Andrew McCutcheon right. Ray Legend. And Ray's legend here. David Peralta at number 10 with 47. That's Gene surprising. Segura with 45. I know. Brandon Crawford with 43. Eduardo Escobar with 41. Billy Hamilton, you got right at 39. Jason Hayward, 39. Justin Upton, 38. Brandon Belt, future Rays legend. Who knows? Yeah. 36. And then Corey Dickerson, DJ LeMahieu, and you got Trey Turner. All of them tied at 36. Mm. Great trivia question. Thank A lot you. of names on that inspired. list I didn't expect to be on that list. I mean, what, maybe, what, there's, maybe there's speed and athleticism, but just like, did they get enough hits in a season? It's um, it's like that the compound the compound uh, effect. You know, you yeah. you you you're, if you just have medium to seventy five percentile speed, and and you just hold on enough for ten to fifteen years, you're gonna get your triples, man. You're gonna rack them up, yeah. Yeah. All right, very good. Um, all right. Um, this was a tip from one of our listeners in a twist on name that war where. I'm going to provide the names of two retired big leaguers, Ulysses, and you need to guess which of those has the higher career war and try to guess that player's respective career war. So, my two names are Jeff Cirillo and Ray Langford, who has the higher career war. What a Bush League question for the first ever comparison war. Bush League. This is under pro protest already. Okay, um, fair. Well, I, then I've had like three under uh, protest <laughs> trivia questions when you did the, the stadium, which where is the dugout located on the first base yeah. or third base side? So I've got a couple more of these up my, up my sleeve was... before we're even. I was I was definitely uh, 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 a trivia troll for those three times. Um, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, first of all, let's give credit where credit is due. R. Hill, I think he's at yes. R. Hill something, um, but he yes. knows who he is. So thank you, R. Hill, for the for the suggestion. We're doing it. Maybe uh, six months, a little bit too late, but we're doing it. Um, say the two names again. I even forgot them. My Jeff goodness, it's Cirillo. Like, okay. Jeff Cirillo and Ray Langford, and I mean their careers more or less cross paths. Ray Langford. I don't even remember this guy. Langford. Well, Cardinals fans might 
fan base do for that? Jeff Cirillo, definitely. You know what? Just just because I don't remember Langford, uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Jeff Cirillo has the higher war. And what is his career war? I have no clue. I have no gauge. I have no gauge whatsoever. Zero. I don't. I, I have. I have. It could be anything. It Throw could out be enough. literally anything. How many seasons did he play? Can you give me that? He played 14 seasons. Oh, wow. Going to go with 12.3. Okay. And then Ray Langford would have... 9.1. Okay. Well, All right. I'm definitely not going to be sharing this audio with Jeff Cirillo or Ray Langford or their respective families, friends, etc. <laughs> Did I just lambast them horribly? Oh, horribly. Okay, uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Give me another one. Foul tip? Can I get a foul tip? Sure. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Jeff Cirillo. 14 years in the bigs. I'm going to go with Jeff. Well, I mean, you know, who, who was the other day? Oh, Deming Young had like three war in like 15, didn't he? That's true. Um, okay, Jeff Cirillo. Let's do it for real. Jeff Cirillo, 14 years in the bigs. He was great. Goodish. More goodish than great. Maybe a couple great seasons. Maybe three or four. So let's give him some 26 war for Jeff Cirillo. And Langford, I'm going to go with 18. Okay. Is that better? Uh, it's better. I still am not going to be sharing this podcast with either of them. Um, fair enough. Okay. Ray Langford, for the record, uh, has the higher career war than Jeff Cirillo. Let me get out of that out of the way. Uh, Ray Langford played 14 years, just like Jeff Cirillo did in the bigs from 1990 to 2004. Uh, had five 2020s seasons. And wow. it wasn't just 2020. Like, he was putting up 25, 30 home runs, 35 stolen bases, 24, 26 stolen bases. He actually, in fact, is in the San Francisco Cardinals Hall of Fame. 38.2 wow. career war, 238 homers, 272 batting average. Uh, oh maybe why you hadn't really been too familiar with him was because he was only a one-time all-star. Uh and 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 because I was 13 when he retired. Yeah, Cardinals. Yes, no, fair. no way. Yeah, I had no knowledge of this guy at all. Yeah, the bulk of his stardom was you know 1992 to 1999, 2000. But I feel like year old babies. Year old babies don't don't keep these stats. So I, I'm gonna give I myself don't know about a, all that. An okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, -huh. uh -huh. 840 career. Wow. OPS 123 career OPS plus. Um, so, yeah, he was a stud left-handed hitter and center fielder. Jeff Cirillo, his career war, and I was surprised by this, um, 34.5. He was a two-time All-Star, third baseman and first baseman, played from 1994 to 2007, 
many years with Milwaukee. Then he bounces around with Colorado, Seattle, Arizona, Minnesota, and San Diego. Um, 296 hitter for his career with 112 home runs. He never, never struck out more than 100 times. Uh, the most he struck out in a season was in 1998 with 88 strikeouts. He batted 321 that year, huh. by the way. So uh, dude could hit, didn't have a lot of power, especially from a corner infield spot, but um, he'd bring the extra base hits. I mean, he had 53 doubles in a year with Colorado and hit. I mean, he had, let me count it. One, two, three, four, five, six, six, 300 plus seasons. And they were like, 319, 321, 326, 325. So um, really solid, really solid player. His OPS, and, 796, OPS plus 102. Again, it shows that didn't have much power, uh, over the fence power, I should say. Um, but uh, you could rely upon him to uh, get a base hit for you. And I'm looking at all those like 321, 325 averages, 326, 326. He was posting, man, like 684 plate appearances, 697, yeah. 694, 643, 661. Now, this guy was uh, really, really good. Uh, pretty pretty cool. Again, you, you, you grabbed names where, you know, 1990, 1994, we, we might I, not did, be did, as... Cirillo retired in 2004. You were watching baseball. You were watching... When was... I'm when just saying, when were, did I'm you just really saying. get heavily into baseball? I guess it was... Okay, it was the Rays 2008 season. You're watching well, no, baseball. but yeah, but but that's race baseball. But before, I mean, I think the first real good season that I started watching, like paying attention to what was going on was probably like 2000, I would say okay. the major leagues. I mean, I was I was looking I was yeah. watching, you know, Venezuelan winter league, like since I was like four or five, but major league baseball, I think and the you first, should have been you should have uh, been familiar with both Ray Langford and. Jeff's I don't not saying they so. were superstars, but I feel like you would have heard both of their names or you did. No way. Milwaukee, small market, Arizona. You're kidding. I mean, Seattle, what San Diego? And then what the Cardinals? I don't think so. Friend. I don't think so. We should oh make a poll about gosh. this. If you're born in 1991, yeah, we really should. Should you yeah, know? I'll let the you come up with Ray Langsford. I'll let you come up with the poll. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's really I knew. I just, I just de definitely discounted his war, but Langsford. If you were born no before 1991, you should uh, know him. Do you know him? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, okay. Uh, sorry for disrespecting Ray Langford and Jeff Cirillo. <laughs> um, yes, I guess they won't be giving us any of their millions upon millions of dollars that they earned over their careers. That sucks. So. Yes. All right. Uh, thank you for making the Lockdown Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. So if you all have a wonderful day, stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.